Welcome to the Carrots and Cake Podcast. I'm your host, Tina Hopper, an FDN practitioner, author, mom, and IBD advocate. Tune in each week for real-life advice and strategies for becoming your happiest and healthiest self, all while thriving in the gray area. Trust me when I say, you can have your carrots and cake too. If you're a woman in perimetopause and feel like you've gained weight out of nowhere, I feel you. I have been there too. And in this video, I'm going to talk about what I did personally to lose the perimetopause weight. Hello, I am Tina Hoppert. I'm the woman behind the Carrots and Cake brand, as well as an FDN practitioner, certified nutrition coach, cookbook author. And in today's episode, I'm going to talk about what I did personally, the very specific things to lose more than 10 pounds over the last year. Okay, so let's start at the beginning here. I have a couple quick stories to tell you about things that have happened that really made me realize that I've been on this weight loss journey for over a year now. Some of it was unintentional and some of it was intentional. So I had my annual OBGY an appointment this past spring. And you know, when you go to your appointment, they weigh you and whatnot. And the nurse who was weighing me made it a point to say that I had lost eight pounds since my previous appointment the year before. I was really kind of surprised by that because I knew I had lost some weight. I just didn't think it was that significant. And then I embarked on a 12-week cut. So shout out to that previous video that I recorded about all of the things that I learned about myself during that cut. And of course, the things that I would do differently. But between the year-long journey of just getting my health in order and then also intentionally trying to lose weight, I've lost more than 10 pounds, which is crazy because... I don't feel like it was that hard, (laughs) which I know is annoying to hear, but I'm going to talk about what I did and how I approached this whole weight loss during perimetopause. Before I get into my tips and tricks and what I did exactly to lose the weight, I also wanted to call out a photo that popped up on my phone not too long ago. You know, your phone just shows you random photos from a year, two years ago, whatever it is. But a photo of me from my 40th birthday popped up and I couldn't believe how different I looked back then. So on my 40th birthday, I definitely had gained some weight. I know my thyroid was out of whack because I was dealing with thyroid symptoms and weight gain and all of that. And I just look so puffy (laughs) and out of shape. Even my skin doesn't look that healthy, but it just goes to show you how much can change if you really prioritize your health and you take a different approach. So I'm going to talk about what I did exactly, but it was just so surprising to see such a change from three years ago because I just turned 43. And if you're somebody in this perimetopause phase and you're like, what is happening to my body? I don't know what to do. Where is this weight coming from? I don't feel like myself. I hope this gives you hope to see that change is possible. You just need to be patient with the process and continue to work towards these health goals because it doesn't happen overnight. But I can honestly say I am in such a different place now. And I feel like if I didn't give myself 
that patience and grace and kindness and self-love. And I know all of that is very eye-rolly because most women just want to know what to eat, how to exercise, what supplements to take. And I just think it's so much more than that. And I just think those photos, especially when you do a side-by-side, just goes to show you how unhealthy and how unhappy I was and where I am now, where I am a lot healthier and I'm a lot happier. But it's never one thing. It wasn't just my diet. It wasn't just my exercise. I really changed a lot of things about my lifestyle and habits to get me where I am today. So without further ado, I'm going to get into the very specific things that I changed and how it has really influenced my health and my weight loss as far as gaining this perimetopause weight kind of out of nowhere and where I am now. So the first thing I did to lose the perimetopause weight was getting a handle of my blood sugar. And if you followed my story now, you know this turning 40 phase of my life was really a turning point for me. So I was working way too much. I was writing a cookbook. I was doing the FDN training. I was doing way too much orange theory, way too much high intensity cardio, and my blood sugar was a mess. So obviously my cravings were out of control. My energy was high and low. I was moody. I wasn't sleeping through the night, but I think all of these factors kind of pushed me to gain that weight out of nowhere. And it was because my blood sugar was such a mess. So what I did, of course, was managing stress. I think that was one of the really big things as far as hiring some people for my team, setting boundaries around my work. I used to work at 4 a.m. in the morning. I used to work on the weekends. I'd be answering emails at nine o'clock on a Friday night. Like I was just so obsessed with my work and working all the time. And it really was draining me. I mean, obviously I was stressed all day long, so that's going to mess up my blood sugar. I had more cravings. I just felt like I was never satisfied. I would eat a meal and then be hungry an hour later. My blood sugar was seriously messed up. I was also waking up in the middle of the night, starving. Oh my gosh. It was such a crazy time. And I just didn't realize how all of that stress and all of that exercise was just really messing up my blood sugar. And when your blood sugar is out of whack, it's going to be harder to lose weight. Obviously, cravings, hunger, things like that. But also your insulin response. Every time insulin increases or raises or comes out of your pancreas, you're going to, there is that potential of you gaining fat. So really focusing on blood sugar management was really key. And what I mean by that, managing stress, prioritizing sleep, doing way less cardio and really focusing on the strength training. I think that was key, but then also making it a point to eat balanced meals. So shout out to my previous video about my PFF approach. So protein fiber flavor approach. This has been really key for me because it has simplified my meals. It has simplified how I eat. I don't overthink what I'm eating and prioritizing protein, fiber, and flavor, something to make the meal taste good, has been amazing as far as my blood sugar goes because protein and fiber are really, really important as far as blood sugar balance. Of course, feeling full and satisfied after your meals so I wasn't craving things an hour later and it really did help keep my blood sugar stable. So I felt good. My energy levels were good. And this has really become a non-negotiable. So if you haven't seen that, video, definitely check it out. I really think it can change your relationship with building a balanced meal. 
and with how your body handles your blood sugar. So the next thing that was really amazing or really important as far as losing this perimenopause weight was stopping all of the high intensity cardio. So I was a big runner back in the day and Orange Theory went in, you know, five minutes from my house. So I started doing Orange Theory workout. Shout out to that video and why I quit because I started Orange Theory to lose weight and then I slowly saw myself gaining weight because of those workouts. And honestly, that high intensity exercise was just too much for my body, too much for my blood sugar. It was jacking up my blood sugar every time I did a workout. And honestly, I ignored the signs and the symptoms for a really, really long time, but I stopped all cardio of any sort and really focused on strength training. So I was doing anywhere from three to four full body strength training workouts, focusing on getting stronger, building muscle, you know, focusing on progressive overload where you are trying to get stronger every week, every month. And then the only sort of like cardio I was doing was walking or maybe riding my bike with my family or going out to play some golf um, with my husband. And really like that was it. That was it as far as activity goes. I really started to prioritize the strength training and then walking as much as I could and like going out for, you know, a few 10 minute walks throughout the day, maybe a 30 minute walk with the dog or my family after dinner, but just getting in more movement. And that was it. I just stopped all that high intensity stuff. And if you're surprised to hear that too much exercise can actually cause you to gain weight, definitely check out my previous video about how to lose the perimetopause belly fat because all of that high intensity exercise could actually be leading to blood sugar issues, weight gain, and belly fat. The next thing I did to lose the perimetopause weight, which was also pretty impactful, was prioritizing sleep. So prior to this, I was that lunatic who would wake up super early in the morning, do a bunch of work, send my son off to school, do more work, you know, have dinner with my family, do more work, wake up early on Saturday and Sunday, do more work. It was insane. I was just working all the time. But all this to say, I wasn't sleeping. I just wasn't getting restful sleep because I was constantly thinking about what I needed to do, worrying about things that I forgot to do, making mental to-do lists. And I just wasn't getting sound sleep. Like, I just feel like my body couldn't calm down at night. I was just like so wired, but like tired at the same time. And then I was waking up multiple times during the night because I had low blood sugar. I had to go the, I had to pee in the middle of the night. Like my body was just so stressed out. I couldn't even sleep. It was awful. So now I really prioritize sleep. I really have a set bedtime routine that I stick to. And I actually enjoy now when I first started doing it, it was really uncomfortable and seemed so unnecessary. But now that I've been doing it for like years now, it really makes a lot of sense. And I have had the best sleep of my life. And a few of the things that I do are, you know, taking the time to wind down my body. So this is what I say to our one-on-one clients, but if you have a toddler or young kids, like you don't just put them to bed. Like you have a whole routine to help them wind down, to relax their bodies, to relax their minds. So that's kind of how I treat myself. So before bed, I make it a point to put my phone away, you know, boundaries around work, but my phone's away. I'll even put it into airplane mode to kind of signal to my brain, you're done with your phone. You don't need to be on Instagram. You don't need to check your email. 
you have worked enough today. You have done enough. So putting my phone away. And then a lot of times I'll go and take a hot shower. Um, I'll do all my beauty products and everything. I'll get into pajamas, but this alone time, like away from my family is really rejuvenating and like actually really like calms my body. Not that I don't like my family. That's not what I meant there. <laughs> it was more just alone time, some self care time for myself. And I do, I do like taking a shower and doing all the beauty products. I just enjoy that whole thing. And then also on the supplement front, again, I like supplements. I don't love them. I'll forever push our clients toward the whole food sources and the lifestyle things. But I've been taking magnesium in the evening to help calm my body and also progesterone drops in the second half of my cycle because being 43, I have low progesterone levels and progesterone can be really calming on the body. So I take that in the second half of my cycle, but taking those two things at night has been really helpful. Sometimes I'll take CBD. That's also really calming and helpful as far as just getting the body to unwind and relax. And then I'll put my pajamas on. I'll get in bed with a book. Reading has been really nice. And honestly, when I first started reading in bed, wasn't super into it. But now that I've been doing it, it's a little bit more comfortable. My body's used to it. I really enjoy it. And then reading for, I don't know, 10 or 15 minutes, I'm pretty tired and I just fall asleep and I stay asleep the entire night and don't wake up till the morning. So it's pretty incredible, but like getting this whole routine in order has made such a difference. I just think the sleep thing is so, so important. So again, it helps as far as blood sugar goes, your energy, your mood, recovery when it comes to working out and building muscle. So there's just so many good things I can say about sleep, but I was that person that went through life for years. I remember being in high school being like, oh, I got five hours of sleep. That's plenty. I did that through college. I did that beyond college. And you need more than five hours of sleep. You need like eight hours of quality sleep. But I do think the sleep has changed everything for me everything and has also helped me lose that weight that I had gained. Okay. So the next thing that has made a difference as far as losing that weight, which I think is going to be different for everyone, but infusing more happiness into my life, which I know sounds kind of cheesy, but I am very much that type A personality, perfectionist, you know, people pleasing, kind of a worrier. So like, I just feel like my brain was always worrying about what was going to happen in the future, dwelling on things that happened in the past. And I never really lived in the present. So nowadays I really try to be present, especially when I'm with my family and my friends and stop worrying about all the things that I have to do, the to-do list, work, everything, and just focus on being in the moment. And honestly, this has made me a lot happier. And then also seeking out things that make me happy, which I know sounds so cliche and a little cheesy and kind of like a no duh, you should do things that make you happy. But I just don't think I did it for a long time. Like I almost feel like I wasn't worthy of doing these things and enjoying myself. So that's why I was talking about the showers and the face products and reading and like these little things that relax my body and bring me joy. But nowadays, like I make it a point to go out to dinner with my family twice a month. And I said this to my husband, I was like, I just like going out to dinner with you guys, you know, having some good food, enjoying some drinks. A lot of times we'll bring like a little game that we'll play at the table, like just the three of us. And I really enjoy stuff like that. So making it a point to go out to dinner two times a month, planning more vacations. So I even set up um, an automatic savings withdrawal every single week. So at the end of the year, we can go on a vacation. So just little things like that, just infusing 
things that make me happy into my life. So, you know, getting manicures, which was always something that I was like, I don't need to spend the money on that. Like, it's not really worth it. And again, this is where my husband's like <laughs> encouraging to me to treat myself, but just like these little things that bring me happiness. Like, I just feel like I never allowed that. Like, buying an iced coffee. I buy a lot of iced coffee now, but you know, spending five bucks on that happiness, it it's really important. And I just think being happy and making sure you are bringing this type of joy into your life is so, so important. And I know it probably doesn't seem like it's related to weight loss, but I do think the mindset is really, really important as far as how you approach what you are doing every single day. And I think if you come from a place of nourishing your body, self-care, um, happiness, it's so much easier to be consistent with the habits and the things that are going to move the dial when it comes to weight loss. And honestly, like losing weight over this last year, I wasn't focused on it that much until I got to that 12-week cut that I did. But prior to that, I hadn't really even been thinking about it. And honestly, I was just focusing on how to take care of myself, how to love myself more, how to be happier, how to be more present. And I know the mindset stuff sounds so cheesy and woo, but I just think it has changed so many things for me. And I just think it translated into better health and that weight loss. And the final thing that I did, which I feel like is low on the totem pole, but I think it made a difference for me is getting my thyroid health under control. So when I went through that crazy time of life around my 40th birthday where I gained all that weight, I just was puffy and not healthy, um, my thyroid was out of whack. It was super duper low. All my whole thyroid panel was a mess. Everything was low and not where it needed to be. So I really focused on the stress management. I mean, stress management goes hand in hand with thyroid. So the over-exercising, the overworking, not sleeping, the blood sugar, all of it goes hand in hand with thyroid issues. So I really focused on the lifestyle stuff, making sure I was eating enough. Again, like if you are under eating and have thyroid issues, that's a whole video for another day, but just making sure I was eating enough, paying attention to my mineral balance, getting enough iodine into my life. I actually did an iodine protocol and then adding in some thyroid support when it comes to supplementation. But I think all of those things got my thyroid back into a good place. And we know if you have thyroid issues or low thyroid, it can lead to weight gain or weight loss resistance. So if you're somebody watching this back or watching this video and you're thinking maybe your thyroid might be at the heart of this, go get tested. Ask your doctor for a full panel to know what's going on with your thyroid. You need more than the TSH. And then of course, if you need help with the thyroid, start focusing on the foundations, which is stress management, not over-exercising, making sure you're eating enough, making sure you're consuming enough magnesium and iodine rich foods, and maybe adding some supplementation. If you're curious about the supplement that I took, I'll include it in the show notes or in the notes below. You can grab it yourself. Again, talk to your doctor before adding in any sort of supplementation, but I do think that made a difference as far as my weight loss, my health, my energy, all of the things. So if this video resonated with you, you feel like maybe your hormones and perimetopause are causing you to gain weight, 
I have a freebie for you. It's called Six Signs of Hormonal Weight Gain and What to Do About It. And inside, it will give you some symptoms and some signs that maybe your weight gain is related to your hormones. And then there are some first steps as far as what to do when it comes to losing that weight. So I'll include the link below. Just add your name and email, and I'll send it right to your inbox. Okay, so just to sum up here with one more important point. So as I always say to our one-on-one clients, it's never one thing. And this journey from a dark place when I turned 40, gained weight out of nowhere, to 43, losing the weight, feeling so much better, being so much happier, not being puffy, (laughs) and just not my best self. It's been a journey and it wasn't one thing, but I think the important thing to point out here is that I really focused on the process instead of the outcome. And you know, when I had gained weight in my twenties and whatnot, there was always such a focus on losing the weight as quickly as possible, the number on the scale. And you know, being in my forties now, I really focused on my habits and my lifestyle. What was I doing from day to day that was going to make a difference in my overall health? And honestly, once my body got healthy, it was pretty easy to lose that weight. I mean, over the course of the past year, I just naturally lost weight. And then when I did my 12-week cut, it honestly wasn't too hard. But I do think when your body is balanced and healthy, it makes that weight loss harder. And I think if you are running around like a chicken with its head cut off, you know, pushing the limits on work and exercise, under eating, not taking care of yourself, not sleeping, it's going to be so much harder to lose weight. So this is just me encouraging you to take a different approach where you are paying attention to the process and the habits and taking care of yourself, self-care, nourishing yourself, and not just simply focusing on how little you can eat, how much exercise you can do, and just pushing yourself to the max. I mean, that's really what I learned here. And I honestly think I'm in such a better place now at 43 than I ever was in my late 30s and early 40s. So if you enjoyed this video, I would love for you to take a second to like it and subscribe to my channel so you don't miss future content.